welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone from the far future. It's Perry. Great greetings, Jesse. I come with bad news. The Earth is dead. I mean, I mean that. Uh, I mean, we deserve it. <laughs> um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about Vance Astro. Oh, you have okay. any idea who Vance Astro is? I don't think that I do. The name sounds slightly familiar, but does the name Major Victory? Yes, there we go. Okay, okay, because later he goes by Major Victory, and okay. he was very prominent in. The run before Bendis' run of right. Guardians of the Galaxy. The one before the bad run of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, keep on, I, I keep on talking about that one because it's a good series for the most part. And I keep on not saying who actually did it. <laughs> um, who is it? Who did it? It was... Dan Abbott. Yeah, Dan oh, Abbott. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, Dan Abbott, uh, a- Alec, I mean, Andy Landing. Um, and then we had uh, the, I mean, we had multiple pencils and uh, pencilers yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it was a pretty good, it was a pretty good run. Um, they didn't, they didn't make, they did the thing where Groot doesn't look weird and, uh, and Rocket Raccoon doesn't look weird, which is kind of, <laughs> My, I'm not gonna lie. Could be a great, great story in the world. Rocket and Groot needs to look vaguely cartoony. If you make them look too, uh, if you make them look too realistic, I'm out. If you try to make them look like a Rasta tree thing, which I don't <laughs> understand why that was a thing, um, I definitely am not gonna read it. Um, you know, and Rocket needs Rocket needs to be a good like mix between cartoony but also slightly realistic. Like you got to get that good mix because if you go too far either way. I'm out. That's that's my bellwether. Everyone, I don't care about any, the other designs too much. Rocket and Groot needs to look good. <clears throat> but we are going to be talking about the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Before they got rebooted in the... Yes! Uh, well, actually, the reboot was in 08, which was the good run I was talking about before Bendis took over. Um, yes. So, Vance Astro, or as I think you, most people would know him as Major Victory now, was one of the founding members. Along with Yondu, Yondu was like repurposed for the movies. Uh, I think that was a good choice, actually. But his real name, uh, well, he he looks like a dude in a like a bodysuit. Like he doesn't like. I mean, there's nothing like he's a dude in a bodysuit. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which exactly. you can see the picture of it on the social media accounts, which would be uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. So there we go. Uh, so yeah, his real name is. Lance Astrovic. His occupation is former student. Wait, sorry, current student, former wrestler, astronaut, later adventurer in an alternate future. He's uh he's publicly known in the alternate thirty first century future. Um, he's a current citizen of the United States with no criminal record, still a minor, a citizen of the United Federation of Planets in the alternate thirty first century future. So now, so nowadays okay. he's a minor, but he grows up in the future. Gotcha. Which is tech, 
which is technically okay. how regular people also age, but he's more in the future. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> His known relatives is Ar- Arnold Astrovic and Norm Astrovic. He was a former member of the Unlimited Weight Class Wrestling Federation, and in the future he was a Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, he first appeared in Marvel Superheroes number 18. It's it's a cover. Um It's a cover. I'm gonna say it's not the not the best looking cover. Um but yeah, but it uh that came out in January nineteen sixty-nine. Nice. This this cover is I'm gonna say it. Subpar for a Gene Colan cover. It's really it is, boring. Okay, I, just, I mean, you know what? Gene Colan, freaking genius. Like, great, wonderful. Like, sure. has done some of the best horror comics like to ever exist. Like, is so mm-hmm. good at art. Like, really good. And he really, just really beefed it with this one. It's just, it's just four <laughs> four dudes running towards running towards the the viewer. I I would not describe that as running. Well, okay, leisurely strolling. That's exactly what, <laughs> what it looks um, like to and me. And it's not even the whole Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. It's I would I would argue mm-hmm. only one of them is the one of the iconic ones, <laughs> and that's Yondu, and he's not even blue. <laughs> he's He's orange. <laughs> I mean, Martin. I mean, Martin X. I mean, technically looks Martin X, but Martin X also looks like crystals. I mean, Charlie. Okay, Charlie twenty. I mean, Charlie twenty-seven. I mean, but again, like I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm gonna say Gene Colon. Like you can do better. Yeah, I, I'm just. You could do better. Not on board. Not, not on board. Even even the like the cover, the, even the like the character box doesn't look great. Like I don't know if you want to see the cover and know what we're talking about again. Social media, Alphabet Flight. But <laughs> but you know I'm just real disappointed. Like I was I was go look I was looking over and be like okay this has to be this has to be some like nobody someone who's like barely done covers. No, it's the it's the person who did almost the entire run <laughs> of Dracula. Like what you doing, man? <laughs> Step up your game, buddy. You know, <laughs> but that that being said, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on I'm, I'm from this from me being real disappointed, and uh, we'll uh, you know uh, talk about uh, Vance Astro. Yes, uh, Vance Astrovic was the only son of a small town butcher and his wife in mainstream reality. This was a little bit before they did the whole Earth system. I think that was I think that was a little bit later in either a gotcha. X-Men comic when they were doing a lot of universe hopping or it was Excalibur when they're doing a lot of universe hopping. It was one of those. I think they were the first one to do the Earth system and say this is Earth 616. The teenage Vance Astrovic was sought out by his older self from an alternate future. The Vance Astro, who joined the team known as the Guardians of the Galaxy. See, I've been not wearing my glasses so much that when I put my glasses on, I'm just like, wow, this is weird. I can see, and it feels weird. The elder Vance Astro intended to convince his younger self to not enter the astronaut training program. 
and thus would not go through the experience that would lead him to become a guardian. In their encounter, a psychic feedback between the two counterparts' brains occurred, unleashing the latent mutant psionic power of the younger Lance Astrovic. The psionic powers of the guardian Vance Astrovic cannot emerge until many centuries in the future. Hence, the meeting of the teenage Astrovic and the guardian Astrovic marked a point which the two alternate timelines diverged. So, you know the whole thing in time travel where you go back in time and try to prevent something, but then you just make a... You create an alternate timeline. You just make an alternate timeline so that, you know, you know, you know, you know, (laughs) time travel. I've seen Back to the Future, Jesse. I'm talking about other time travel stuff, too, because some time travel (laughs) stuff would actually make that a fixed point, and then there would be a loop. So, like, it would have to happen. Bootstrap paradox. Yeah, so, like, you know, that's one thing also. Um, and if you're going by Doctor Who stuff, that would become like a fixed point in time that can't be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's different ones, but this one's more the Back to the Future one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. It's not a primer one. <laughs> which is also, which is a primer one I don't want to get into. That one's a complicated one. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, yeah. Moving yeah. along. In uh, one timeline, that of the mainstream reality. Uh, Astrovic's father was unable to cope with the knowledge that his teenage son was a mutant and began beating Vance to assert his dominant power over him. When is this guy from again? No, 80s. No, I know, but like as as far as like what century he's from. The 80s? So the 19th or 20th? Yeah, so basically his uh, his uh his father felt emasculated by him and started beating him up. And uh, uh and eventually he f- ran away and joined the Unlimited Weight Class Wrestling Federation under the name Manglin John Mon- Mahoney. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Manglin John Mahoney. So he used his ability to push people with concussive force sight psychokinetically to to fake having super strength and he also used his uh, psychokinetic powers to cushion the blows he received from his superhumanly strong opponents in the in the ring a private detective hired by vance's mother found him vance's mother norman astrovic told vance that his father was undergoing psychiatric therapy and seemed to be changing for the better and Vance returned home with his mother. In the other time, uh, divergent timeline, Astrovic went into the Air Force at the age of 18. Um, and he legally changed his name to uh, Astro when he was uh, 21. Um, I'm going to assume just because if he was a teenager and they went back in time, like it was probably in the 70s. And sure. maybe having the last name Astrovic would probably tie him to the Ruskies. And then he became the youngest man to be accepted uh, into the astronaut training program several years uh, later. Astro uh, delivered the first manned interstellar mission ever conducted in the United States government. In this alternate future, Reed Richards never released his own experimental starship to the government. Cool. I mean, when does Reed actually give his technology out? Isn't that the main universe? He never gives his technology I, out. 
No, he definitely doesn't. No, he never gets his technology out. He only hor- It's just like, oh, I can cure cancer, but you know, someone might bad might use it. So you know, he does the thing. Maybe, maybe I'm just misremembering, but I don't think he ever gives the stuff to other people. <laughs> like he hoards it. He hoards it and uses it for himself. Like the selfish villain go. he is. Astro ship Odysseus One was not equipped with the capacity to travel through hyperspace uh, at faster than light speed. Hence, the journey to from Earth to the nearest interstellar neighbor, the, the planet, and, and a, a planet in the Alpha Centauri system would take around ten centuries protect him from aging he was uh, covered in skin in a skin preserving copper alloy bodysuit and his blood was infused with an unknown preservative fluid and then he was launched into space okay uh, okay just hear me out hear me out okay why not freeze him oh no yeah, no hear, why not? hear me i'm just saying maybe i don't disagree him. with you i don't know <laughs> it's called preservation yeah. I don't like, like that was that's was literally plot points in like eighteen hundreds like science fiction, right? Am, am I misremembering something? No, not at all. That's a plot point. Not at all. Like I understand you want to make him like a super, but like you could just free, he he already is a mutant. Like <laughs> I, I, there's some, yeah. Like, <laughs> I get what you're like, saying. I don't know. I think they went around with the, like sure, give him a suit that like helps preserve his skin. Sure. You know what? Glad. That's fine. You know, they need bodysuits. But freeze them. You 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 could definitely find someone who has like hydratic like abilities or or like technology. Why don't you ask Reed Richard? Apparently he's giving out spaceships to the government now. So like, you know, be like, hey, what what would what would keep someone alive for a long time? While on his way to Alpha Centauri, the ship automatically awoken him from the uh, from the suspended animation and uh, at times in order for him to perform like course corrections. Hey, just freeze him. Yeah, exactly. Just let it just let it sit for a little just bit. Just freeze him, <laughs> and then and then and then unfreeze him, and then freeze him again. Why permanently change someone? <laughs> like I don't understand. It seems like the people in the Marvel universe are not that considerate of others. I would I mean I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um so his periods of wakefulness uh lasted up to a year. On several occasions when he awoke he he eventually went so on several occasions when he was woken he eventually went mad only to return to a semblance of normality after the ship automatically put him under suspended animation again. Okay. During his long periods of sustained dream time activities, uh, his psychokinetic powers emerged. By the time he emerged on Centauri four, almost a thousand years after his journey began, he virtually, he virtually had full control of his psychokinetic abilities. So basically, you know, he, I don't know. He learned about his. He did the thing where you learn in your sleep, but like he did it for oh, a thousand years. Uh, osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, we do we do learning. I mean, it's latent learning. Like it's just stuff that you learn throughout the right, day. Right, you go right. to sleep. It 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 sticks sticks there. But then you know he kind of you know, learned how to control his powers. <laughs> upon arrival, Astro also learned that Earth had beaten him to 
Centauri for by 200 years, having developed warp drive ships by the time they, he had left. Earth had been unable to intercept his flight. The Centaurian colony afforded him a hero's welcome. Astro was determined to be car- Astro d- was determined to carry out the mission he was assigned to a millennia ago. Perfulous. There we go. Uh, while engaged in his geophysical survey, he met Yandu, the Udantan, one of the humanoid uh, natives of the planet. When the alien Badoon last uh, launched an attack on the Centauri, on Centauri Four, annihilating the human colony and methodically eradicating the uh, natives, Astro and Yandu attempted an escape in Yandu's spaceship. They were overtaken by the Badoon and transported to Earth, where they escaped and joined other survivals of the Badoon attacks on Earth and its planetary colonies to form the Guardians of the Galaxy, a team dedicated to freeing Earth and its colonies from the Badoon domination. After Earth was finally liberated, in no small part due to the Guardians' own efforts, the Guardians began traveling through the Milky Way galaxy in hope of safeguarding Freedom wherever the Guardians have went. Um, The Guardians have traveled to the 20th century in return to their own time period. They did this multiple times. Mm. Um, So, um, as an adult, he is 6'1", and he weighs 250 with the protective suit. He has hazel eyes and black hair. And he, you know, he does moderate exercise, so he's he's tough, but you know, you know, not the toughest. Uh, so right, so yeah, he has like a psychokinetic uh, abilities, so he can generate psionic energy, which he's able to pro- uh, project as concussive force. He can also focus energy at will to create anything from a two-inch diameter beam to like a three-sixty, like you know, expanding blast. You know, doing that whole. Uh, uh, doing that whole havoc stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. He at maximum concentration, he's capable of knocking seven men that are two two fifty pounds standing ten feet away from him. Hmm. Uh, up to a distance of five feet. So that's a lot nice. of math. I don't know. He can knock around some like <laughs> he can knock around some 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 burly dudes ten feet away from him, and they go further away from him. <laughs> like, man, I don't. That was so. Just, he thinks real hard, and he makes things happen. Like that's all you need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah, whenever he taps into his power, he can't really use it, like, delicately. Um, There's, like, a minimum of uh, half a pound of pressure per square inch of force. So, like, you know, it'd be real hard for him to pick up, like, a bowl or something without breaking it. (laughs) Okay. He can also use his uh, powers for a maximum exertion for about half an hour before his mind shudders from fatigue. Or headaches. Oh. Um, his limitations is like he he's unable to remove his protective bodysuit. If he does, the delayed effects of aging will kill him. Again, could have freezed him. <laughs> could could have could have freezed him. Have. You know, <laughs> like, 
it wouldn't it wouldn't be a problem. Although at the same time, like, well, <laughs> no, but he's still aging though. Is an above average athlete with basic knowledge of unarmed combat. When he learned, they learned that in the Air Force. Now that being said, what does the other timeline where he got his powers early? Yes, please. I want please that. let me know this. I want that. No, I don't have it. That's the thing. It doesn't say it in here. Oh. Oh, well, that's a disappointment. I want that, though. So you think he would, like, I, I think what would happen is he would learn to use his powers more delicately, because I, I know I can, like, punch stuff and pick things up and all that stuff with my mind. Like, I'm, I'm going to learn how to do it in every way I can. <laughs> like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing, like, the pew-pew things on my fingers. I'll be, like, shooting invisible lasers at people. Like, pew-pew, and then be like, what? Oh, that hurts. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> oh wait i just thought of this what if, what if instead of seven men it was six men could he throw them all six feet if they're Ooh. all is it is it proportionally changed like like that's the problem <laughs> with saying we're putting it that way like it would have been better if they put one person who weighed 250 pounds it said hey he could push them that way this far <laughs> whatever because then you can like extrapolate like maybe you can like you know then you can kind yeah, of, course. but like now, now I'm doing algebra, trying to figure out like how much force he's putting yeah. out and like how much weight, how like how high is there an arc? How how high is there parabolic arc? Like <laughs> you guys will give me that as well if you want to do algebra. Is that algebra? I thought that was geometry. No, that's that's algebra. Well, shows how much I retained about math. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> you, you lose you 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 lose what you don't use. Amen to that. Apparently, meets the Beyonder at one point. Oh wow! Okay. Part of me wants to read the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I read almost well. I read a lot of the other stuff. I gotta go back and reread the the early Guardians stuff. I want to. It apparently it was pretty good. It ran for like sixty one issues, which is yeah, it seems like it. Which is a long run. Yeah. Yeah, it ended in ninety five. Uh, like it, it was man. A, yeah, it first came out in uh, nineteen ninety, and then ended in ninety five. Two thousand years later. Okay, so what do you have to plug? Well, I do a podcast. It's called "This Is My Bourbon Podcast," where we talk about bourbon and we hang out and have a good time. You can also find the show uh, on social media at My Bourbon Pod, Patreon, patreoncom slash podcast. Yada yada yada. I think that's it for me. Yep. So my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lower detail. Um, yes. If you want to listen to that, you know it's. You know, you find it on podcatchers. Um, if you want to see the pictures of the people we are talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to give me some money, if you go into the description of this episode, there will be a link to my Patreon, which is uh, which is at patreon.com slash Alphabet Flight. So um, is there anything else you want to say before we end? I don't think so, other than freeze you later. Mm, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu protect you through all of your night travels, except for you. Bye. Uh, yeah, that's fair.